This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Today's episode is brought to you by Fox and Stallion. Fox and Stallion is a Victorian mystery comedy fiction podcast about the best detective team on Baker Street. No, not that one. Season 2 will be airing in 2024 and is currently crowdfunding through May 1st. They have stickers, personalized in-universe thank you letters with wax seal, calligraphy, and all of it, and even a tier where they solve a mystery that you send them. Uh, They do want me to note Fox and Stallion cannot guarantee the solving of any mysteries, but they will try their absolute hardest for three to five audio minutes. This show also has everything you could want. Jewel heists, asexual detectives, lavender marriages, and a really old cat. You can find and listen to Fox and Stallion anywhere you listen to podcasts or on their website, 224bbaker.com. That's 224bbaker.com. This episode of Our Fair City is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Please enjoy the show. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by the company you depend upon for all of your greatest needs, Heart Life. These stories are true dramatizations from Our Fair City's glorious history. So listen and remember, Heart Life, all the life you'll ever need. Risk management and contingency planning are key elements to the education of our city's great project managers. They are taught to foresee failure and turn it to their advantage. Then they are taught to foresee where their plan to turn failure to their advantage will fail, and then turn that to their advantage as well. And so to the advantage of you and me, loyal policy. However... There comes a point when further recursions cease to be beneficial to the planning process. After finding the data extraction center gutted, his credentials revoked, his like-minded friend's brain reprogrammed, and his attempt to negotiate with the chitinous enemy foiled, project manager Charles Wynne has but one remaining contingency plan. How could you do this, Wynne? Wynne. Like we're equals. I should kill you for trying to sell us out. Sell us out, she says, like they matter. Wait. Wait. Left here, or... Guess not. Right it is, quietly now. Out of his element, far outside of his skill set, Mr. Wynne soldiers on nonetheless. With a plan of action and relentless determination to succeed, let his heroic efforts serve as an example to us all. They're all going to die, and I don't care. Get out, Wynne! Like she can tell me what to do. Well, fine then. Old Charlie still has a few cards to play. Is this it? Yes, it is. Oh. 
It's so... bright. I had no idea. It's not so bad out here. They said it'd be colder. For your safety, dear listener, please recall that Mr. Wynne was, at this time, under a great deal of strain, and nothing he says should be taken literally. The outside is dark and full of wolves, and most assuredly it is very, very cold. Oh. Oh, wow. Mr. Wynne beheld the Heart Life Tower in all its majesty. Few of us ever see our noble home from the outside. Rest assured, its gleaming black walls stretching up from the white expanse are more impressive than anything you can imagine. With impeccable geometry, the impervious monolith briefly captivated our project manager. But Goal-oriented as he is, Mr. Wynne quickly found his feet. Focus, Charlie. Get a move on. Left, right, left, right. And so he continued toward the tower, making for a dull glint of grey against the base of the edifice, a window washer's scaffold. seconds of audio have been removed from this portion of the record. In addition to his other talents, Mr. Wynne was also a creative linguist. Okay, making forward progress. This is good. (laughs) Uh, Yes, this is very good. What's your next step, Charlie, old boy? Who can we talk to? Vice presidents with window offices. Davenport could be bought, but he's long gone. Rosenthal? No, she hates me. What about Carter? Carter, he's a pushover. Risk-averse, they say, but I know what they mean. Everyone does. He's a coward. Where is his office? Charlie, just hang on. Don't look down. How far is that tie up? Okay. The winch let go, but the cable's still intact. I can... Can I... There. Got it. And if I pull downward... Oh, right side up again. Charlie, you old dog, you always do come out on top, don't you? Now we can run the good winch and just haul along the other side to keep off. Off, off, off! Fine. Fine. We'll just do it bit by bit. Now what floor is this? And so Charles Wynne heaves himself up the tower, bit by bit. His incremental progress and dedication may serve as a model for all of Heartlife's policies, as he literally hauls himself up the corporate tower with nothing but grit, determination, and a faithful adherence to difficult and repetitive tasks. Through hard work, 
Following the path Heart Life sets out for you, no matter how hard or tedious it may be, you too, Policy, may climb the tower yourself. Figuratively speaking, of course, only the most rarefied policies are an entrance to the tower itself. One hundred three. Oh, this is it. Ah, ah, look at that view. Carter, you should see this from out here. Carter? Carter! Carter, you old so-and-so, there you are. Come on, come and take a look at Charlie Wynn now. That's right, come on over to the window. Charlie, what the hell are you doing out there? Impressive, no? I've been on special assignment down in the tunnels. Classified, you understand? But that's all finished now, and I'm returning to the tower. Open up this window and let your buddy Charlie get a hot cup of coffee, huh? I don't think that's a good idea. Sure it is. Come on, Carter, it's me. It's Charlie. I know, Charlie, I know. It's just, we're on lockdown, and you know how that is. I get in big trouble. You'll be in big trouble if you don't let me in. My assignment went well. I have good news to bring. The directors will thank you. Really? Absolutely. What I have to tell them is going to end this lockdown. You could be a part of that. That is big. What's the news? Uh, I'm... I'm sorry? The big news you have for the directors. I'm sure you understand that's confidential. Well, if I open this window, I'm breaking the rules. You could bend them a little. Just... Give me a little hint. How about we talk about it inside? Mm, no can do, Charlie. I'm sure you understand. What if I said it was about the ants? Obviously it's about the ants. I know their weakness. We can beat them, exterminate them. How? I can't talk about it out here, Carter. Please, let me in. All right, but with your manager's code, not mine. I'm not sticking my neck out for this. Come on, Carter. I can't press the keypad from out here. You'll have to dictate. My code wouldn't be secure. It's no big deal. I won't write it down or anything. We can't use my code. Why not? Because it's expired, okay? I'm sure it's just a clerical error. Ooh. Without a valid code, you're not even a project manager. I really can't let you in. Damn it, Carter. I'm on very important business. This comes straight from the directors. You let me in this window, or they'll hear about this. You'll be terminated. Worse, you'll be demoted. If this was official business, you wouldn't be trying to talk your way in through a window without documented authorization, wearing torn clothes, and a week's worth of beard. Please, Carter. I've had some setbacks, that's all. But when I'm on the board of directors, I'll remember this the time you helped me. You want to be a helper, don't you, Carter? I'm closing the shade and leaving now, Charlie. And I'm calling security. No, no, don't do that, Carter! You can't do that, Carter! Carter, you bastard! <sighs> well. Well. What now, Charlie? Huh? Is this... Is this rain? But I thought it was a fairy tale. Huh. <laughs> it's lovely. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> Wait. What's that? Ants. What are they doing on this surface? The rain. Their tunnels are flooding. They'll drown. It's over. They can't survive unless they can find... High ground. They can climb. Oh, sweet fountain. They're coming up the building. Carter! Carter! Thus ends the audio record of Project Manager Charles Wynne, who, even in death, espoused the values of his echelon of the corporate hierarchy. Self-motivated and determined to succeed, let not his failure reflect poorly upon his memory. For remember, policies, to fail in your endeavors is no shame. The only true failure is the failure to try. Try to do your duty for the directors and for the company as the story of our fair city continues. Loyal Policies, this is Heartlife Executive Producer Jeffrey Gardner. I'd like to thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Our Fair City. We've got two more episodes of Season 6 set to come out in December, and I'm pleased to announce that we've finished all major recording for Season 7 of our show. I'd also like to remind you that you can support the creation of Our Fair City in a number of ways. First, head over to iTunes and leave us a star rating and review. Those really help improve our visibility on the charts. You can also join the ranks of wonderful loyal policies like Ashley, Daniel, or Peter, and really guys, thank you so much, who donated through our website. Just head over to OurFairCity.com and click the donate link at the top. Finally, with the holiday shopping season coming up, if you're shopping through Amazon.com, remember to use Amazon Smile and select Heartlife NFP as your nonprofit. They'll donate a portion of the amount you spend to Heartlife helping ensure that we can continue to make great audio entertainment long into the future. Really all, thank you again so much for your support. And as always, we'll see you in the tunnels. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In the year 1889, there was nowhere in the world more exciting than London, England. Three cheers for Inspector Lestrade and the bad boys of Baker Street themselves, Sherlock Holmes and Dr. John Watson! Solved by Sherlock Bloody Holmes of 221B Baker Street. Well, with any luck, we'll get a new brutal murder any day now. God, I wish. It's truly shocking you haven't solved anything in five years. The boys are both out of town for some case about a dog in Dartmoor this weekend. Sincerely, Martha Hudson. London's number two detective team just became number one. Fox and Stallion. Find us on Twitter, Instagram and Tumblr at 224BBaker or on our website 224BBaker.com. It's like they say, big breaks are 90% luck. What's the other 10%? Luck.